This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, just because you haven't heard about it for a while doesn't mean that anything has let up when it comes to our overdose crisis. In fact, frontline workers in Vancouver have been out with some pretty serious warnings this week, and we wanted to find out more about that. So joining us now is Sarah Blythe, the Executive Director of the Overdose Prevention Society. Sarah, thanks for being here. Hi, thank you. Thank you. what's been happening this week? So uh, yesterday was just probably one of the worst days I've seen in the crisis, actually, in terms of just, uh, you know, the double overdose with the benzos that have been introduced, which creates a different kind of an overdose. And it's also something that people don't want. And, you know, it's kind of like people completely black out for hours um, at a time. And, uh, you know, with fentanyl, people... When they are, you know, when they use a little bit or or just enough, they're they're you know they don't black out completely right. and they're functioning. But so you know, in the case of the benzo, it's a very lethal combination, and um and and it, you know it really uh, like first of all they'll overdose on the fentanyl and then they'll stay overdosed for hours and hours and hours um, in a kind of a blackout way, not losing everything. Um, you know, waking up with no clothes on, things like that, just terrible situations. So is there like um, a contaminated drug supply this week, something that's going around? Yeah. So, uh, you know, this week uh, it's it's very contaminated with uh, benzos. We just had the drug testing people here. Um, they were testing all day and it's, you know, mostly benzos that are in the, the mixed with fentanyl, which is really just a terrible combination and we've really seen the effects um just you know many 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 overdoses happening all day frontline workers and ambulances and firefighters uh out and about uh helping people and uh it's 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 really a traumatic situation uh you go from one to the next and it's each situation is equally traumatic for the person you know, overdosing and the people that are dealing with it. Sarah, it must be so hard. I mean, you feel like you just get a handle on one thing, right? Like you're just warning people about one thing and they're figuring that out. And then along comes more contamination of something else. Yeah. I mean, it's just the drugs are contaminated, uh, you know, with all kinds of different things. People don't seem to care. They just want to make a profit. uh, You know, and the only thing we can do is try and talk to the the low-level drug dealers that are in the streets and, you, you know, um, now that we have the testing machine, we can say, hey, listen, we've been testing the stuff that you've been giving to people and uh, and it's terrible. You know, you've, like, what are you doing? You know, and, and what do they say, keep, though? Keeping them accountable. Uh, you know, they say they're going to change it to make it better, whatever, but it never really gets better. I mean, the really the truth of the matter is that some of our most vulnerable people uh, need help from... Uh, you know, doctors and medical professionals and not, uh, you know, drug dealers that that don't seem to care. Now, Sarah, when Um, you say that this kind of overdose is different, you were describing the way that is. So does that make the recovery harder for people? Like if if they were overdosing multiple times and they knew what that was like before, how does this impact them when this overdose is different? Uh, well, it's just a terrible situation because it's more of a, a like a like they don't remember you know a long period of time, so they end up losing a lot of their stuff. Um, but and also you know the the benzos affect the fentanyl in a way that um, 
that even is even worse in cases, you know, could be a lethal, very, very easily lethal combination. So, um, you know, good that people are coming in here. Um, we are still running around in the alleys and streets trying to help people as well. Um, it's very, uh, it's just a really sad, terrible situation. Yeah. Are people understanding and, uh, that? Like, the, are the users understanding that there's something different in the supply right now? Uh, yeah, yep, they are. And, and, and you know, usually people can adapt um, to, you know, um, try and find something that's not as bad or use a little bit and a little bit more. But really what we need to do is get people a safe supply of something that's not going to kill them because, you know, or help or, you know, hurt them or they know what they're taking. Really what it comes down to is people should know what they're taking. And uh, it's a lot easier to to even come off it eventually. If you want to come off of drugs, it's better to know, you know, exactly what you're taking to begin with, right? So that's, yeah. that's why, you know, in some ways, methadone and, and some of the other uh, suboxone, you know what, you get those from a doctor, you know how much you're taking of them, and then you can taper it down eventually. But you can't taper something down when it's such a crazy high dosage and, and it's all over with all kinds of different drugs. Benzos, you can't even go into a lot of the detoxes. They won't take people because some of the symptoms of withdrawal are so right. severe. How many numbers so, of people are we talking about here? Like how many overdoses are we seeing? Are there clusters? Yeah, there's clusters. There's, uh, you know, the other day we saw 21. Um, Holy moly. Yesterday they were all day long. I haven't even checked uh, how many happened yesterday. Today is a bit calmer and... You know, we, uh, you know, we've had, like, we had the drug testers here, so we were able to talk to some of the people who, um, in the alley, who are right. giving out drugs, and, you know, say, hey, this is like, you're, you know, you're going to kill people here, and, I mean, uh, you know, that's not really ideal situation, right? Yeah, you don't want to have to go to the um, yeah, drug dealers to tell them to please yeah, stop. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's, but, you know, we do a lot of things that, uh, that are sort of, are, are, you know, that are necessary, but you know, uh, aren't, you know, aren't really things that we should have to do. Right. We should just be going to their medical professionals. Um, you know, they should be having, you know, being helped. A lot of it is uh, untreated me mental health and physical health and trauma conditions that should yeah. be, you know, um, you know, our most vulnerable folks uh, are, are out there, uh, you know, some, like, I, I think one of the biggest things when I started working down here was um, that the, that the shock that people with you know that can't hear or multiple sclerosis or or severe injuries um, yeah. are left on their own in society with not a lot of help, right? And yeah. this may be you know I I realize that uh, the frontline workers do a lot of different things down here. Um, that is so really, true. Uh, listen, we yeah. wanted to get we wanted to get the word out, so we thank you for helping us out with that, Sarah. And listen, good luck down there. Yeah, yeah, we just need a safe supply. So everybody, I hope anyone who's listening can help us. Okay. We need some help. Okay, Thank you, take Sarah. Care. You Bye. too. That's Sarah Blythe, the Executive Director of the Overdose Prevention Society. They are doing some of the toughest work imaginable, working down there in the downtown east side, preventing people from fatally overdosing.